Hey everybody, welcome to the 10th episode of the Meta Podcast. Uh, if you've made it this far, uh, congrats. You have my utmost respect and unconditional love. Um, no, but if you are listening to this, uh, thank you for sticking along. This one is... Uh, I'm trying to think of a better word for fun, because I've used fun in pretty much every intro I've recorded, and I'm really tired of it. Uh, this one was by far... Oh, okay. I got one. This one was by far the most down-to-earth conversation I've had with someone uh, on this podcast, and it happens to be no other than my really close friend, Rodney Alexander. Rodney's an actor. He is a theater major and a film minor at the University of Kansas. He is in his final semester. He's going to graduate in May. Shout out to him. And yeah, we just got to sit down and we got to talk about his uh, entree into acting, how he fell into it, uh, how he stuck with it, what he's kind of learned from it. So yeah, like I said, Rodney and I have gotten to know each other uh, extremely well the last two years. Uh, We're pretty much every semester of college, we've been working on something together. And we even wrote a web series together that never, not sure if it's going to see the light of day. Uh, Well, you might see a little bit of it. Uh, later on this year. But he definitely, definitely uh, is, uh, he works hard. And more importantly, he's self-motivated. And above all, he's willing to, he's one of those people who's, who's willing to do the work, who's, who's willing to take the, the small baby steps that, uh, and we even got into it in the conversation. So, I will let the conversation speak for itself. Uh, And so here's our conversation. Hope you all like it. And this has been, this podcast, I will say, has been an incredibly therapeutic experience for me, uh, getting to talk to a lot of my friends, getting to reconnect with them, getting to just kind of, you know, go back to just talking about craft and talking about what we all love doing and getting to talk movies with them, and getting to, you know, know people a little different, getting to learn different things about people. Uh, So it's been incredible, and to to get to the 10th episode and have someone like Rodney uh, sit down with me and give a really honest perspective on somebody who's uh, in their, he's, he's, he's 26, so he's a little bit older than me, so he's had He's he has a broader perspective than me, I'd say, uh, not just about art and filmmaking, but you know, just about life in general, and which is why I I get along with him so well. And so, yeah, we had a really nice conversation, and here it is. I, I do. I have a boom mic. Okay. I bought that too, so I have Audrey, that. And this is a recorder, though, so like. Oh, this is more. Yeah. Okay. Just we use both. But no, but I mean, I'm curious. Like, you starting out, you said with community college, you did some kind of you, little bit of theater. Yeah. But you didn't enjoy it, though, right? Not really at all, dude. It was just. It was just one of those things. I was just kind of doing to just to stay in the game really mm-hmm. um i'd have to do a play there i did the crucible which is known to be one of the hardest plays to actually perform so honestly the fact that i got that checked off my i shouldn't say checked off but like 
that's that's over and done with. I don't have to deal with that yeah. ever again. I don't want to. Because you're not a huge fan of Shakespeare, are you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that was the weird part about joining theater was everybody's like, oh, you really like Shakespeare? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I, I really don't. It's, you don't like doing the iambic pentameter? Yeah, see, stuff like that. Like, dude, dude. No, it's most of it feels very cliche, a little forced. I get it. That's where a lot of the arts kind of started. But, yeah. like, it just, yeah. I, it's hard for me to get connected to those words. It's not everybody's thing, though. No, it's not. It's That was one of the, my fears coming into theater was, like, oh, if you don't know Shakespeare, you you don't know acting you you can't act or you can't perform that's not true i don't think so it took me a long time to like to figure that out because i've been acting since i was 12 actually how'd you wait what yeah i've been i was 12 when i first started doing it what did you do that was where i I started taking like a like a crap ton of like like uh uh, like improv classes Mm -hmm. my mom's like oh yeah you know what you'd be really good at comedy we'd get you in (laughs) and She's probably right. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think she did a good thing, yeah. It's Maybe we have your mom to thank for your <laughs> it's... comedic timing and all. And you know the crazy part about it? She did not believe in me at all in the beginning. So did she just do you to get she... you to do something? I, I think so. Because she admitted to me... Because you weren't into sports. Not really. You were no. more into, like, the arts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. I like acting. Like, I just thought it, was, it just looked fun. Yeah. And what made it... Yeah, she, she, she admitted a couple years back like she was like you know honestly i didn't believe you're gonna make it <laughs> I, was like, I was like for real and she's like yeah she's like you know like I, my first thought was oh he wants to act my baby's gonna starve to death he'll never eat a day like i'm he's like, never gonna get a career they're gonna career. i'm like damn i mean she's probably she, she could be right possibly but wow but she stuck to me she's like you know what yeah i'll, I'll find him some classes we'll do this we'll do that and, you know what's funny is like mm-hmm. i in high school when i was making my films right mm-hmm. I genuinely, I think my parents thought I was like, I like was doing drugs or something. Or like I was doing, because like I used to always leave the house and I'd be like, I'm going to go film. But like they didn't know what the movie was about. They didn't know like how I would, they're like, are you just, you're doing this on your phone? I was like, yeah, I'm shooting it on my phone. They're like, are you sure you're making a movie? And then until that actually happened, they didn't like, then they saw it and they're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's actually making film. He's actually doing this. But uh, before, I don't think, uh, yeah, no. First one was tough, man. <laughs> no, I, I would imagine that because, like, I I would I was thinking that to, to myself too. I'm like, damn, if I was, if I was a parent and like my, my kid was like, I want to act, to be like, I don't, I don't know how to react to it, but mm-hmm. I would make sure they get the help that they need or want. I mean, I wasn't taking like you know super expensive classes or anything, but I yeah, I, I it just kind of built from like, oh, knowing how to respond knowing how to keep a scene going to mm-hmm. eventually throwing in lines. And I just kind of got better at it until I got here. And people were like, well, you're pretty good. I just thought I was just, I was just doing what I was told. Did you, I don't, did you ever experience any of those, like, anxieties of being an artist? Because, like, I, did you ever, like, do you have, like, that one moment where you're like, okay, I am an artist. Like, this is what I'm doing for, like, I'm oh. creating for my Oh yeah, all the time. Like, like, are you talking about like? Like, did did you have a one moment where you realized that like this isn't just like a joke? Like, this is for real. Like, it 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 started hitting me more about maybe last year, mm-hmm. I would say, because that's when I started like thinking. I'm like, dude, yeah, like this is like I need stability. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, bro, like this is not gonna. If I can't get a consistent line of work, 
my mom's right. I'm going to be hungry. <laughs> like, a lot of it is like the hustle is part it of the, is, yeah. uh, part of the work to it. I didn't really think about that a lot until last year, yeah, about a year or two ago. So that's why I wanted to try to jump more into uh, voice acting. Cause how's that going by the way? It's going to be doing more reading about it more than anything. Mm-hmm. I still need to get like a, like a, a voice demo reel together. Once I do that, I think I'm good. Yeah. I've always been told my voice is amazing and it's like, okay, well I'll try to do something with it. Try. The keyword yeah. is try. So I don't know, but even with try, like I always get the fear of failure too. Like, I mean, that's just like every day you wake up and you're like, man, this is it. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. It happened so much during the quarantine last year, too, because like you're just stuck in your house. Yeah, and you're, just like, you're not seeing it. anybody. Mm-hmm. You keep seeing everybody through Zoom and FaceTime. You're like, this is it. This is how the world's going to work from now on. <laughs> like, I'm not going to get to make another movie. Like, this is, at that point, I I had shot one day of Rainbow Boulevard. And mm-hmm. obviously, after that, right after that, the whole world just like freaking went downhill. Just collapsed. <laughs> just collapsed. And I was like, this is it, bro. Like, I wake up every day and I'm just like, yep, no more. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is, that is like a thing I, I have thought about. Yeah. I still do on a regular basis. I'm always like, dude, like, I'm taking, I've taken years. I've been doing theater things for. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's very, like, it's very normal to have those kinds of thoughts, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, if you're you're in the business without having any type of fear, or you've wanted to get into the business without any type of fear, then it's like, man, good luck to you. Yeah, it's like what they say is, like, if you're, at least for directing, I've heard this from a lot of directors, like, if you're doing this and you're not scared of what you're doing then you're doing something wrong. You're, doing you're something not doing wrong. it the right way. Yeah. Not to say that there's a right way to direct a movie, but like if you're not doubting yourself, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I think any with any type of thing, not just with the arts, uh, you should have this little bit of like, this little peace of mind that like has you questioning or doubting your abilities as a, as a creator or some type of entertainer. Um, uh, Great to have confidence, but you don't want to like like, you know. Over... You don't want to run the ego up. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's good to question yourself sometimes. Am I doing this right? Is this right for me? Do you think second doubting yourself and not feeling you're good enough is the same thing? Because I've often got those like interchanged. I. I guess have you ever had a moment where it's like, am I questioning myself or am I just thinking I'm not good? It, uh, a little bit of both. I think they can be different um, depending on the situation. Like doubting yourself, thinking like, man, can I make it through this project? And like, am I, am I the right person for this? Then I say like, that's, I feel like that's different than saying like, dude, I'm not good at this. Because like when I first came to KU and I was like in my first acting class, I was watching everybody do their thing. I'm like, dude, this is really good everybody's killing it yeah i was like dude i'm not here like what the hell is this i was like like, dude like i haven't done a monologue since like improv class like yeah like stuff like that and dude i don't think i was like a like 15 at the time after i did my monologue it was weird so watching that kind of stuff i'm like dude this ain't for me bro like this is yeah this is not your this is not your normal cup of joe What, what do i do but i was able to just i i kind of just let it go how do you, but what does that look like? How do you do that? What do you? What goes through your mind? Like, have you had a moment where you've stressed out about 
a role or like you know whether it's film or whether it's on stage I don't um, know if you had a moment like that or like how did how did you quote unquote let it go uh wow it, I think the last time I was like yo I don't think I can do this was the crucible hmm. yeah cause like we were talking about before it's it's so just just the dialogue the dialect of that play is just so weird I'm like dude I don't read like this I don't even, I don't even talk like it it made memorizing the lines I so much more this. I can't read it I was just like I, it was a lot of like hard work on just trying to like understand what I was actually saying mm-hmm. uh in the end, did I have fun with it? No, I did not. It was... Do you think that's the hardest role you've ever done? What's the most challenging thing you've done? I think that was it. That was it. Yeah, because tradi- tradition. I think that was like. I think that may have been like my. Even though I already knew I wanted to do, uh, film mm-hmm. before. Uh, stage. I think that was like my defining factor. I was like, yeah, no, fuck this. Like, I, I, I was just like, dude, I, I, I prefer film. Yeah. But I, I have a hard time explaining to people why I prefer to do film. That was that was actually going to be my next question is why do you feel? No. Let's do it right now. Let's Jeez. get your answer. Damn. Uh, Let's help you find an answer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I was actually coming up with some right now on the spot. I was actually, I was digging in the trash can. You were trying to make it up as you go. I think I could. I think I might have an answer now, actually. Yeah. Um, go for it. I think it's because of. I don't know. I, I I think I mentioned it to you before. Actually, it's it's more. It's things in film are more. Uh, they get more recognition. They're more talked about. Yeah. Where I'm not saying that stage is bad, but you know how often you hear people talk about, oh, go see that play yeah that's true that is a fact because it's like film is it can reach everybody it's preserved whereas and it's captured whereas a lot of like or stage plays it's like if you're not in new york you can't see it (laughs) you know it's like oh who does that help yeah and like you can with film like you can buy the dvd you can find it mm -hmm. on the street like it's 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 easy to find anywhere most of the time um stage you Like, okay, let's talk about their actors. Because the actors are usually phenomenal. But I I don't know how true it is, but I heard they, they aren't really paid shit. Like, they, they're doing rehearsals, you know, 12 hours a day, working working day and night with these with these roles and stuff. And mm-hmm. But you, you, you barely make it enough to pay for your apartment up there. Yeah. Is that really worth my time? I don't know. I feel like that's like something you sign up for or whether I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know anybody who goes into stage or theater thinking like, oh, I'm going to get rich. No, that's because like I remember even like we talked to one of Laura's friends Mm -hmm. during her class. The one that was in the movie with her like all those years ago. And now he's just sticking around New York doing plays. And Mm -hmm. every now and then he'll do like a guest spot on like a show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, he's still living, like, project to project, you know, even on stage. Like, it's... I don't like that. This, I, don't, I mean, I guess the guarantee is... But, I mean, there's never a guarantee with this field. That's true. It's... Even though it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. um, I always think to myself, I'm like, dude, all I gotta do is just do, like, one... <laughs> like, one really good movie or one really good TV show. I'm like, I'm set, like... <laughs> but, like, it's easier said than done. Like Brian Cranston. Yeah, I was gonna say like he didn't start. He didn't do Breaking Bad until he was already 
But like you know the thing about Cranston is, and I you but you and I have both read his book. Mm. Is that guy like had he not done Breaking Bad, he would have been perfectly fine with his life, and his life was pretty much doing guest spots on Mm -hmm. shows for a while, and then he got on Malcolm in the Middle, and he's that seemed like a show for a while. I I don't know. I mean, I I don't want to speak for him, but like he that seemed like a show that could just go on forever, and he was fine with that. Yeah, I just kind of hate it that he was just known as. Like, people didn't even know his name, dude. Yeah. Like, he was just known as, oh, that's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> that's, I think that's that probably is an example of a career of, like, bide your time, yeah. wait, do the work, I mean, good things will happen. And he found himself on the best show of all time. I mean, that is, it's what's hailed as the best show of all time, yeah. pretty much. I mean, there's, and you got Aaron Paul, mm-hmm. who I'd say, like, he's, like, in, like, an awkward, like, he's, like, in this weird gray area. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, he got super lucky because he's still pretty young when he's doing that show. He's like mid thirties, maybe. Yeah. Um, doing that, and but at the same time, a lot of people see him as he possibly peaked. Like a lot of people think it's like he's really good, but like can you see him playing a better role than Jesse Pinkman? I mean, he hasn't done anything like he's done BoJack Horseman, but I don't think that has a huge, huge audience. He did BoJack. He did. He did Need for Speed, which <laughs> I mean, which kind of didn't do so well. Did. He did. A, he was actually in the third season of Westworld. Was last, just was it just that season? It was just that season. But yeah, no, he hasn't done something like. It's I, mean, a, I think he's on this show out on Apple, but like. With Octavia Spencer, but I, I know he did that show on Hulu called The Path. Yeah, dude, I and it didn't I last very long. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's made interesting choices since Breaking Bad. Absolutely, probably he has. to try to stay in the range of like I want to do quality over quantity. Yeah, and I respect that. and I respect that too. Because like that's another thing. But he is a phenomenal actor. I, he absolutely. I think he's actually one of the best of our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I'd rather. I'm one of those people. I prefer. To do, I'm I'm a I'm a quality, over quantity type of guy, because mm-hmm. like it's a recurring conversation my family and I have. Like we're always like, dude, The Rock is a really good actor, but God dang, is he in everything? <laughs> After a while, it's like he was like, dude, you you said at the movie theater, I, you said to munch on your popcorn, you're smiling. You can have that opinion. I don't think The Rock is that good of an actor. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say he's super phenomenal, but like he still you still enjoys performances. He gets the, the job done. Yeah. It's not like it's not like he's atrocious. He's still funny. He gets the job done. It's just like, dude, I him and Kevin Hart. Yeah. It's like, God, dude, these these dudes are everywhere. <laughs> like, Honestly, though, that's see. There's, I feel like it's hard to find that area in Hollywood where people's like, oh man, we love seeing you. Every time you show up, you're good. But it's like, my God. If I see your face in another trail, I'm going to throw up. Like, like, God forbid, <laughs> if I ever see you at the party, be like, I'm out of here, bro, man. Yeah, this guy's here. Yeah, I'm why you sitting there munching on your popcorn? You do like that Michael Jackson gift where he's like munching on the, the popcorn. He's just smiling away. And you see that trailer, you're like, oh, him again? Like, <laughs> it's I like, didn't I just see him in this last one? I literally just saw him in a movie two months ago. Now he had yeah. another one, like that skyscraper joint. It's like Timothy Chalamet. You dudes in everything. Yes. Stuff like that. I'm like, okay, man. you you got to chill out. It's like, mm-hmm. you're literally just shoving your your artwork in my face. <laughs> like, when I see it or not, it's like, damn, they're going to a trailer. Another trailer. So, do you ever, do you ever have trouble like trusting yourself as an artist, as an actor? Not really. Um, see, that's what I get. I want, that's what I want to get is like, how do you, where, where do you come up with that mentality? I, is it the confidence level or is it? 
I'm not sure what it is to be honest with you because like I I I'm reading things for each role I, I'm I'm looking at lines I'm, I want to I, I read like descriptions of the characters and stuff I try to just think who who do I know that's like that because most mm-hmm. characters like it's like oh I've known somebody like that before yeah um I literally imagine myself like I am that person. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's messed up. Maybe that's I am them. I am them. Okay. Have you ever told anybody the the people that you based your characters off? Oh yeah. Or like, have you told the people? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. It, it really depends. Some people I'm like I can't say nothing. It's like, hey, I'm working on a role right now, and I think thinking. I've been thinking about you. It's like, oh, what's what's the role? It's Is like, it mostly I, family members? Yeah, either yeah. either uh, it's either like family members or. Friends I've, I've grown up with. Can you tell me one that you based? I, if I were to... Okay. Probably the character... No, no, no. Well, no, that's more of me. Probably, I guess, character Dax uh-huh. for Novelty Ultra and Rainbow Boulevard. Uh, I saw him as more... Like, he's more reserved. Um, he doesn't say much, but when he does, it usually it hits hard. Um, one of my friends growing up, his name was Tyler. This dude, he never, he'd be hanging out with us all the time, but he'd never say anything. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of weird. But whenever he spoke, that he, the shit he'd say would be funny. Like, <laughs> it'd actually be really funny. Or it'd be kind of like, oh, whatever, man. Well, you're just talking. But then you think about it later, and you're like. He actually said something. Like, like, that, like he's right. Like, that's what a deep thought. Like, I didn't think about that. So, like, I kind of thought that with Dax. But more of like a emotional spin to it. I'm glad you did that because I, I remember I didn't tell you anything for Dax on Novelty Ultra. It was just yeah. like you got the script and it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I remember I, I was telling my parents that. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to go do uh, this thing when I get back to school. Cause I remember it was like early yeah. school. Like we were about to start. And my parents were like, oh, what do you know about your character? I'm like, nothing. Just be like, I don't even know myself. Yeah, I was like, I barely know what I'm doing. I said my character's name is Dax. Really? Yep. We're going in. Because there was no sense of like, well, that whole short film was like that. But like, there's no sense of like, what does this guy do? Like, what is he? I. What is he about? <laughs> I, yeah, it's. But um. I kind of like having that direction though. You like, kind of like having that. I kind of like because the, the some directors are super specific about what they want to the point where the actors like, dude, I'm on rails. I can't really do much. I, it's either I, I'm doing the job right or I'm not at all. I can't really put my own personal spin on it. Whereas if I don't have as much direction, I can kind of, I can do trial and error. Some things work, some things don't. And I kind of like that instead. Mm-hmm. So like as you're, because Rodney's a senior at KU and he's in his last semester. Yay. Um, yay. You should insert like applause there. The little woo yeah. thing. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be funny. I'm just saying. Like, if <laughs> you just listen to that and be like oh he actually added that in yeah, there yeah I'd be so happy I'd be like I'll hit you back but yo the applause was fantastic um, best episode of the whole podcast <laughs> um, I don't know are you kind of scared like I'm not going to have school as an excuse anymore it's going to be more busy work more business down to business stuff yeah honestly yeah are you just frightened it's, or... it's one of those things like you know because you've been in school for a while yeah man like we're about to graduate. I'm damn near 26, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to talk shout out. This isn't a joke. He actually is. I am 25 right now. I graduate. My birthday's two weeks later. That's just how that's how old I am, dude. And you know, I get it. They say, 
College is different. You work at your own pace. Yeah, but I've been at this since 2013. Yeah. This shit's got to stop. <laughs> I'm tired of doing papers for people. So. Well, I know you're not going to miss, like, the whole, like, the work of it. But, like, no. are you going to miss, like, having that excuse of, like, oh, I'm in school. Or, like, every time you're freaking out about, oh, my God, how am I going to make it in this field? Mm. But then you tell yourself. I had those moments when I was in college. Like, though I was much, I'm much younger than you. Like, I had those moments, like, so many times where I was, like dude like this is where am i gonna be in like five years but then i tell myself you know like oh you're in school it's fine like you know you're you're in school but then all of a sudden you're not anymore yeah that's the scary part it you know it i i haven't i try not to worry about it too much because i feel like the more i think about it or worry about it the worse i get like that that's when the question myself comes in so but then when i got here to ku i'll I, I didn't really think too hard about what I wanted to do. I just remember um, when my parents, like, on move-in day at the dorm, my, I remember my mom, like, I remember, like, as they were, like, hugging me, you know, telling me bye and everything. I remember the last thing she told me was get involved. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> I was like, that can mean anything. Yeah. But I don't know if that meant, like, friends or, like, theater activities, film, whatever. I think I hit them all <laughs> very, very quickly. And staying involved and getting involved, I was like, you know what? I'd have to try super hard to get to where I am now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty comfortable with my workload. So I think me not worrying about it as much made it better. And I'm, I, I kind of want to just take that into post-school, school. post-graduation. Uh, it's just me one of those like, hey, we'll submit demo reel here. Mm-hmm. Then there, you know, are you doing that a lot right now, or is it right now? I'm just putting them all together. Just putting it all together. Yeah, so I I feel like I can't really do much until I can get an agent. Yeah, that's what I keep telling myself is like I feel like I can't do much until I hear back from a grad school that I want to go to yep. until I move to LA or something because it's kind of hard to like plan, but then you get there and then all of a sudden like it's not what you wanted or it's what... it's like a whole other world there from what I heard though it's just like. What you think you know, you don't. And, mm-hmm. um, and like, I feel like it's not, like, nobody gets it right off the bat. No. It's like, you have to spend, I mean, I was just talking to you about it at dinner earlier, is mm-hmm. that, like, you're gonna have to spend those years working at a grocery store, working yeah. as a bartender, mm-hmm. working as a, I mean, like, yeah, in the meantime, apply for all the internships you can, but, Absolutely. like, it's you know like, that's just the truth though like you can't I, just like anybody part of the arts not work they, and just expect like anybody part of the, arts, the world be that. given to you yeah like i was just talking to my friend uh, on the phone not too long ago and he we were talking about you know he's like what are you gonna do after graduation i was like i'm gonna be honest with you dude i don't i don't fucking know yeah <laughs> it's like i are I, you okay with that or are you freaking out about it i i'm kind of okay with it i i feel like i just have to be because you're just never gonna be comfortable if you don't. Being part of the arts, you you don't know where you're gonna go ever. And that's the thing. I feel I, like that's. I just kind of become comfortable. You just spoke so much truth right there. You just don't like know. being in the arts, like you truly do not know what. Yeah, you just don't know where you're gonna land. You don't know where you're gonna land. Where your journey could take you anywhere. Yeah. And. Because that's the thing. It's like there's no guarantee. It's all about the appeal that you get mm-hmm. or that you attract. Yes, that's. And there's a lot of like being the energy that you want to attract like yeah i'm it's weird because i've been told i have that energy i don't think i do 
Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, beg me. If you say it, she says it, they say it, you know what, hey, maybe I'm doing something right. So I try not to think too hard on it. I'm just mm-hmm. being me all around. Being it, yeah. Um, spread the word, hey, Roddy's a good actor. You should have him in your phone. Oh, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> so it's, I, I don't know. There's only one man who did that. Who's that? <laughs> I, I said the question aren't you lucky every semester you've had something lined up <laughs> I'm just hey you know what I'm like hey I'm okay with that I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that yeah because there's people who are out there who are begging for things to right yeah, yeah so like I have more than enough to show people that I have I'm fully capable of mm-hmm. this so I'm hoping this takes me places that's that's the, we're gonna say the same prayer for everybody um is there something that you enjoy like being or what do you enjoy about the most about being a creative nah. and i say creative because you told me you write i on your own time i think it's the more about performing wise it's i get to be people that i'm not mm-hmm. like the vandalized like the vandalizer, he's a total <laughs> asshole. He destroys you, people's. You guys stuff. will see the vandalizer someday. I promise. It's it's it's. It'll be worth the wait. It's funny. It's t- <laughs> it just all I can say is let your imagination just. Shout out to us. We killed that shit. Yeah, it was fun. Like honestly, people in our class were everybody liked it. The teacher was a little confused, but you know. Well, they, everybody liked it. it good. <laughs> but stuff like that, um, I get to be people that I'm not. And for your upcoming film, The Bells, I'm like, damn, I'm nothing like this guy. But you mm-hmm. know what? I I like it. <laughs> Are you, is that probably the most exciting thing that you've done in a while? Yeah, like, this is, like, the first role where I feel like I can, like, actually kind of sink my teeth into a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dax was a smaller part. I was, I did like playing Dax, but yeah, this character, uh, they have so much more to express and to say and react and yeah i, I, I like think... his growth mm-hmm. by the end so it's that, that's okay it's that's gonna it. be a dope short film i'm excited about it i'm, I'm excited to see how it's gonna turn out because mm-hmm. this, this is my i guess i guess second time being a lead so we'll see how it goes well we're coming up on one two three four sixth thing together now yeah i think I'm seventh seventh because if you count cory oh ace eighth because con split oh yeah <laughs> my Dang. god been a lot of stuff dude i'm literally like you're samuel jackson you're pretty Tarantino. much like hey i'm liking everything you do yeah who's gonna kill bill me or is bill gonna kill me who hmm. says that you're going to kill bill <laughs> oh, I get it. So you're gonna make a spin off something called Kill Rodney. Like, okay, oh, well, I got I mean, you. That kind of some is crazy chicks gonna come kill me with her katana. I'm down. <laughs> you opened the script thinking like, oh, yep. He said I'm not gonna die. He's probably just messing with me. You probably thought I was like joking with you, but like you were probably like ferociously going through the page, like, where's the death scene? Where's yeah, the death I was scene? like, I was like, I'm about to die somewhere. I was just thinking, I'm like, this, um, this. Ishan doesn't just be like, hey, got a role for you, without some sort of funeral. I explicitly called him up and I said, you're not dying in this one and you don't have to do anything that you're not going to be comfortable with. And I was like, and I was like, all right, cool. And then he sent me the script. I was like, where the fuck do I die? I was just like, I know I die here somewhere. I'm like, there's no way. That's funny. 
<laughs> you get used to it after a while. But you hey, still you know, might. You never know. But... No, I know you probably come to me with like on the last day of shooting, and be like, all right, hey, so I like, got by the way, I kind of added this like, thing. Yeah, I got this new draft coming up here. Yeah. Like, draft? What? Be like, yeah, check out that last scene. Be like, so I'm dead. <laughs> but yeah, you know, body washes up on the shores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like wrapped in seaweed. <laughs> There's no seaweed in Kansas. You never know, dude. It's coming from water. Um, oh, it has to come from the sea, huh? Wow. Yeah. Is there anything you learned, probably like that you can point to the biggest thing you've learned throughout KU throughout your college years? The biggest thing I've learned. Hmm. Uh, I really think it's just I don't know if it's like something that I already had going into it or something that I've just kind of learned as I've been here throughout the past couple of years mm-hmm. was just being being comfortable with myself. Yeah, I'm not there to impress anybody. I'm just there to get the job done. So you think your college years definitely helped you? I think so, and I think it helped me grow with other people as well. Cause how uh, so? Well, so what I mean by that is like, as much as we all like to like shit time, be like, dude, partner work is dumb, it's whack, you know. But actually, it it actually helped me out a lot because like, I thought you were gonna say Ishan killing me in every movie was, was <laughs> helping me grow. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I, I found a new way to die every week. Like, guys, it's it's phenomenal. You just don't know. Um, Comes home, mom, dad goes, did you die again in the movie? Like, yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. This time I got a knife to the neck. Yeah. Next week, it's time I have a spoon. Sorry, you were talking about partner eye. work? <laughs> um, stuff like partner work, like, helped me, like, it, it helped me collaborate, collaborate with other people mm-hmm. and see their way of thinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I can match that. And I'm like, I feel like I couldn't really do that yeah. before coming to KU because I was like, dude, like every time they're like, hey, here's a scene partner, get this done. I'm like, no, I don't like this guy. I don't like this chick. <laughs> but, <it's, laughs> but I, you know, it, it helped me get out of my own head and it's just like, yo, just have fun with it, dude. Like, yeah. just be, just have fun. I'm not there to impress anybody. Just, just do the work. Have fun. That's the thing is, I feel like if anybody, like, everybody's just trying to impress themselves. You know, everybody's like so. One thing I've learned about college, or like just one I've learned in college, is like you, there's no need to be competitive. No, because like people are so, not in a bad way, but like people are so self centered. Yeah. Everybody's just focused on themselves. Mm-hmm. Half the time you think, oh, this person probably is like thinking about like how weird I am in class, how I answer every question, <laughs> or like how mm-hmm. I'm trying to like have the best project. But like, no. No, like it's, that person's worried about the grade in their class. Yeah, that's just like that's what we care about. It's like, yo, I'm just trying to get the hell up out of here. Yeah, I don't care about what else is happening. Half the time, people just want to get out of class. That's yes. the thing. Like they're just, they can't wait till it's over. <laughs> that's I I try not to like I try not to like judge, and I I don't think I do unless unless there's something really really like weird and out of pocket, and I'm like, bro, what is wrong with him? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with her? But I haven't really thought that in a while. Um. And that's where being in theater has, like, showed me, wow, like, at least at least as of now. It's because the money hadn't started hitting people yet. <laughs> but it's just, people in the theater department are not very judgmental. Yeah. They're so open to the, to the point where it's kind of creepy. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, man, hey, Rodney. Yo, Rodney, you had this class in the last semester, dude. This guy is so funny. Hey, we got this party coming up. You want to go? I'm like, I don't, dude. I no, I'm good. 
and they're like, oh, dude, come on, man, you got to get out. I'm like, I'm good, man. Hey, I appreciate the invitation. I'm good. But it's just like, they're so open, dude, and it's kind of creepy. I come from an area where it's like, they don't, I don't get invited to places like that. Like, no one does. You don't just show up at motherfuckers' houses, and you're just like, you're just having parties. Then dude's shirts are off and stuff, because theater people are so open. That I, no. <laughs> I don't, I'm not about that. You guys can't see it, but Sean's losing it, dude. Like, he thinks I'm making this stuff up. So, like, the few friends I'm having, the, <laughs> the few friends I have in the theater department, I'm like, okay, you know what? They, they're on my level. They, they vibe with me. They're not over the top. This, <laughs> I can't take over the topness. Like, I just, it just doesn't sit This well. might be the actual first rant on this podcast. <laughs> I just, I was seeing it all over again. I was just seeing first semester. Yo, Rodney. Yo. Yo, this guy was in my movement class. This guy, this guy is the shit. <laughs> he, like, he knows what he's, he's doing. Like, no, man, I'm just. I'm, I'm like, dude. I just, I'm just a guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm literally just a guy who, who came in here, did what the teacher asked, and then went through high macaroni at the dining hall afterwards. Like, I'm, I'm a normal guy, man. I don't. No, the quesadillas. <laughs> yeah, those quesadillas were. You have to like the for... pizzas. The pizzas were not good. No, they didn't have anything on them. <laughs> they were just like my roommate would have liked them, but I. The sauce tasted like jelly half the time. Yeah, see, like, that's not cool. Like, <laughs> people be standing in line for that stuff. Shout out to me. that guy at the, uh, the station, the, the stir-fry station where he used to make you the rice. Yeah, sure. see, I'm mad at myself for never going up there. Really? You never had the... Mm. Oh, my gosh. He well, had it figured out. Every, out the whole dining hall, he was the really one. He was the one person who enjoyed his job. Every time I was like, dude, the people there. Oh my god, dude, it was almost like... That's what your mom thought you were going to end up as when you said, Mom, I want to be an actor. Honestly, yeah. I'm not making fun of those people, but at the same time... Your mom they were visited just... Downs and she saw the hall and you're like, yep, you going to be here. There were so many days I thought I was in jail because I was down there like, dude, this one dude looked like... Why are you serving up the... I don't, I don't know what the hell he was serving up, I don't even remember. But this, this dude, like, he's straight face to hell out of everybody in there. Like, I mean, I'll go up there like... Oh, can I have some mac and cheese? He plopped the, 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 the he plopped the noodles up there, and then he let the the cheese just slowly drip from the ladle onto the onto the giant dome of of noodles. And he just he, he looked at me dead in my eyes as he's doing it, and he kind of looked like Jake from from the Blues Brothers, you know the the chunkier one. The dude had an attitude every day, bro. I don't understand. It's like, what did I do to you, man? I just wanted food. So, I'm just trying to get a college education. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's like what what you angry about? Like, <laughs> I don't. I, you don't want to work here? Get fired. Yeah, get fired. And then there's some. There was this one lady, very nice lady. She was a little too happy though. Around the same page as this is the same chick. Like she Not was the black lady, was it? Yes. Yes, it was her. Yeah, I I think it's because I was black. She was giving me the hookup. Because uh-huh. one time I asked for just a simple bowl of macaroni. She she piled me high, dude. Like I think everybody. She was doing you a favor. Uh, dude, as I was walking, as I was walking to my table with the bowl, people were like, they were, they're like pointing at me as they're going by, like, oh, look at this fat fucker. <laughs> like, it was just like, I didn't ask for all that. You got two meals in one. Yeah, you got two meals in one. How did, because even one of my roommates who was eating with me was like, how'd you get that much? I'm like, I, I didn't ask for it. I, I just, I just asked for a bowl of macaroni and she piled it high. Just look at him and be like, culture, motherfucker. You should try it sometime. I know, honestly. Um, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. But 
No, we met. I remember when I met you in Wilmot's class. Yeah. No, it wasn't in the dorms yet because I didn't know you lived in the same dorms. Mm-hmm. But it was in Wilmot's class, probably the first or second week of that. Class. Yeah, it's like second week. I want to the first week. I and remember. you were just the quietest person. And I think you remained quiet throughout that semester until I got to know you a little bit more mm-hmm. in the fall after Novelty Ultra. Yeah. It... And I don't know. I guess we just like hit it off like. Did we? It was kind of <clears throat> almost instantly once we got to know each other. I don't remember there being so much like. No, I just remember you were working on <clears throat> you were working on your film Ego at the time, and like I remember oh, yeah. you were just like, "Hey, uh, I need some extras. You want to come do it?" I was like, "Yeah, why, why not?" Right? Like, mm-hmm. there's my start. <laughs> you know, I was just like, "Okay, well, it's time. Here's, here's the start." So I went. It's better than working at the downside. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I was just like, I got to do something, man. I can't just. I'll eat their food. I ain't trying to be one of them. Like, Were you thinking of when your mom said get involved when you? Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. That that did kind of like 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 strike through like mm-hmm. my consciousness. It was like get involved. I'm like I hear you, mom. <laughs> so I, I I went and I saw how I saw how invested you were in your work and how serious you were about it. I was like, okay, this guy's yeah. This guy's this guy's know where it's at. Like. Because my greatest fear when it came to coming to KU, I was like, dude, I want to do more film. Mm, but people yeah. are more theater, more stage. And I'm like, I don't know where these people are. It's like, should I flip my degree around? Like that. Honestly, that was like the biggest. That's the thing I'm most proud of at my time at KU is that I never wasn't making something. That's good. And I feel like the department hadn't seen that in a while. And it wasn't just me. It was also other people, too. I feel like I'm saying it for like the hundredth time tonight, but like we really were a part of a good wave that is coming to an end, unfortunately. I mean, hey. Because people have to move on with their lives and pay their loans. And, yeah, right? <laughs> right? No. Um, shit, now I'm scared again. Uh, yeah. I mean, luckily, <laughs> pandemic happened. We don't work. We're okay for six months, but, you know, we can't stay here forever. Um, hmm. No, that's, that's the thing I'm happiest about at KU is that I... I don't know, I'm happy to say that I I tried my best to, to, to fuse the film and the theater department. Yeah, you did. I, try, I tried the best that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I feel like, honestly, I got to know more theater people than I did film. The film people are more reserved. Like, they're more laid back. I mean, freshman year, there just weren't enough people saying, like, Let's make a film. I want to make something. Me, having had made features... I was a little naive and going into it, I was like, oh, it's going to be fun. But then you get into college and you're like, okay, well, I can't. This stuff's a lot more serious. This stuff is a lot more serious. It's not, I can't be making it on a cannon or like I can't be half-assing this. Right. Like, and as intense as ego was, I mean, looking back on it, I just, I think waiting would have probably been the right thing to do. But having said that, I wouldn't be where I am today without that film. Like, that movie was like a launching pad for yeah, it's a, the it's next a, two years. It's a stepping stone. Everyone needs it. Because, like, I met Josh. I met Kara on mm-hmm. that. I met you on that. I met Ella on that movie. And and just Matthew and I became really close working on that. And, and now he's producing The Bells. And, it's, and now you're in The Bells. And it's like... And the one-two punch of novelty and rainbow, like, that wouldn't have... That wouldn't have came to light without Yeah, that wouldn't, <clears throat> honestly, yeah, so... I mean, are you not really proud of it now? I mean, sure. I mean, 
No, I mean, I'm, pr- I'm proud of it in the sense that I'm proud that we got we made it. Yeah. You know, I'm proud. Like, I got to make the film I wanted to right. for, like, the third time. Not a lot of people Not... get to do that at age 19. True. That's So, like, that I'm proud of. Maybe there are things, like, creatively that, you know, you always look back and you're like, oh, well. Yeah. But, I mean. And that's normal. It's normal. Yeah. It's... Very rarely people look back on the project and you're like, you know what? good yeah no you don't do that yeah you know, no, a lot of people don't do that yeah like i feel like if you can go back and critique yourself and go like you know what i can do better on this mm-hmm. or, you know what if anything uh, you yeah. look back to see the growth you know exactly from where you were i it, once people get past the whole like awkward stage of like ew my face on <laughs> camera ew my voice i'm still there yeah <laughs> i mean i don't i'm just like awkward i'm looking at all my like i don't know if i consider them like ticks or anything uh, but I <laughs> I go back and look at myself. I'm like, oh, look at that! Look at that! Handsome Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's weird. It depends on the day. Some days I'm like, man, look at that handsome guy. But some days I'm like, what's wrong with him? Who Ew. is he? Yeah, who is who is this dude? And it's like, oh, it's yeah. me. Damn. <laughs> so I don't know. It depends. What do you feel the best about looking back on our run? I asked Josh and I think I asked Josh and Kara this. Hmm. But, I mean, you being a close collaborator, I'm always curious, like... Looking back. Because, like, the movies were very different from each other. Definitely. They were all a different experience, I feel like. <clears throat> One of them was during a pandemic. Yeah. And then the others were just, I don't know, we were in different places, different semesters, different... <clears throat> it's, looking back, on like, like, the one I'm most proud of? Well, like, just anything, like, you know, things that you notice now that you didn't back then. Um, and it doesn't have to be like your work on it could just be like the experience of making them because like to me I was telling Josh and Kara this when they were on their episode is that I think of when I think of fall 2019 I mm-hmm. think of novelty ultra or when I think of novelty ultra and girl from Paris I mm-hmm. think of that semester oh my gosh because like it was forgot about girl from Paris it was all about those two movies that semester and yeah yeah like I you know what that's thank you for bringing that up actually because yeah. I forgot about girl from Paris because we don't talk about that one what's wrong with it <laughs> it's like it's fun. oh no i thought you didn't talk about it. i time but... no, no 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 i liked it it was great it i uh i think i can look on look back on that one to see that one as something i'm proud of even though what i had was pretty mm-hmm. minor um i even though i never spoke so i never saw a script i didn't really know what was going on but <laughs> but when i look at the film and like how it's been cut mm-hmm. and like how I've been involved in it, it looks like I do know what was going on. Like it's, <laughs> that's, I'm like, you know what? It's like you finally understand when Hollywood actors are like, yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. They just make it's, it look good. Like, when you go back and watch those interviews, those people, it's like, so what's like doing this role? And you're like, they're like, this in the the giant small the face. Like I don't remember. They play it off very well. <laughs> yeah, it's because they, 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 that's because in re- all reality, yeah, there's a 150 page script. They only solve 10 pages. Pretty much. So, so they're like, I, I, Which I don't get how that works as an actor. Like, well, I guess you did it for Girl from Paris, but like, yeah, or you've done it for pretty much every movie except for this one coming up. But like, so I guess I'm, I'm, on, my, I'm on my way then. Yeah, now you now you're on your way to getting the full page scripts or the full full. Maybe I'll maybe I'll work myself up and be like Tom Holland and spoil every movie that comes out. Uh, <laughs> and I think the, you have more restraint than Tom Holland. And, and then they go like, "Hey, so we're gonna give you five pages." First off, you're older than Tom Holland. Am I really? Yeah. Really? You are. He's not twenty six. Oh shit. He's only twenty three or twenty. I thought we were the same. I know we have the same birthday though. Do you? Yeah. Oh. 
I don't, I don't know what, the, what year it was. Maybe, maybe it was like 96 or 7 or something like that. But, I mean, I'm still... Maybe. He's got a movie coming out on Friday. Cherry. Is, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. What's that one he did with Daisy Ridley? Chaos Walking. Okay. Okay, I was going to say I'm like, are we on the same page? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know about that one, but I know Cherry is one I want to check out. It's on Apple TV Plus, though. Okay. Oh, okay. But speaking of Tom Holland... Mm-hmm. He's in the movie that you picked for your movie pick. Yeah. Which is... Avengers Infinity War. Infinity War. Um, yeah, I think you're the one who convinced me that this is better than Endgame. And I, I didn't believe you at first. But then I watched Infinity War again. And I was like, yep. I, I like this movie so much, dude. Because... Um, one, I mean, of course, we all knew it was coming. It's such a huge buildup. Yeah. It's like, it's the Thanos movie. Like, yeah, really that's the is. thing, too. It's like, I, I remember reading the comics as a kid. Like, dude, all I do is read Marvel comics. Still kind of do. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember reading about Thanos for the first time. I was like, yo, I like this guy. This guy's nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this dude literally wants to get rid of half of existence. To be, <laughs> like, like, who does that? Who wakes up and says, like, genocide? Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> who, just, who wakes up and thinks, like, that's okay? So If you're a purple dude, then yeah. Dude, he... Yeah, the tight, the mad tight. He mad. He a little more than mad, if you ask me. Yeah. He a little pissed. But <laughs> so it's it's like sometimes in that movie you're watching it, you're like, dude, relax. Like you don't have to. Yeah, it's like I, we get it. You're good. Yeah, it's like we understand why you're upset, but you don't have to do this. And it's just like. But what's funny is that whole movie is literally like it subverts the superhero genre in that. And I was pointing at the last time. The last time I saw Infinity War was actually with Rodney. Mm-hmm. It was a few weeks ago. Um, probably at the beginning of February, but yeah. um, it's the characters never go after him. He no. always is the one that comes. They're <laughs> if anything, they're preparing for him showing up. Yeah, and that's like, when does that ever happen? Not well, often in superhero movies. It's all about like stopping the villain. It's all about getting. But like it, honestly, like they start the movie with Thanos is coming, and they don't stop with that. They, yeah. that is literally I, the movie. Is Thanos I, is coming, <clears throat> and. They go to Wakanda mm-hmm. to literally hide from Thanos. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's not like they're trying to get to Thanos. That's the that's the, the the scary part about that movie is like the pacing was incredible. It is. It's a really good screenplay, dude. Like probably fi- the best Marvel screenplay like, out of all their movies. Because fifteen but minutes in, like you're there. Civil War is probably slightly better, but I do think Infinity War is the pacing, the editing, the, the pacing, pacing and editing, like the it, amount of action scenes in that movie. That too, like they don't stop. I remember going to the theater and seeing that for the first time. I was like, dude, they're not playing. It's relentless, like, though. It, no, that that they don't play. They were playing around, dude, and like I always say, I'm like Thanos. It's what makes him an interesting character is like for him to be, you know, written narratively as a. A, a relentless monster who's going around just murdering people like dude in the movie he was just like I really don't want to kill any of you I just mm-hmm. want the stones and I'll leave you alone but they're just like no and it's like okay very well I must fight and he would just because <laughs> like you notice like at the very end he's not trying to kill Captain America he's not trying no. to he just punches him he's just like alright get out of the way well he doesn't even like, want to kill Doctor Strange either no and Doctor Strange gives him the stone and he doesn't do anything yeah. to Doctor Strange he just he leaves yeah. he's like alright cool thank you bye yeah he, wa- he wasn't going to kill Iron Man no but he, he, but he, he kept yeah. on fighting he's like alright you want to stab me I'm going to stab you back like yeah. you, you messed up <laughs> it's just... it really is like it's a villain's movie but it's again it's like 
I just love how it just goes. You know, yeah. it's from start like Loki's dead. He leaves Thor, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my god! Like he literally beat up Thor, who yeah. was like the most powerful character up until Be- then. Beat up Thor. He beat up the Hulk like it was nothing. Beat up the Hulk. Beat up Thor. Left Thor by himself, literally yeah. just floating in the sky, and then leaves. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit! Like he is he, does not play around. He is Thanos was that dude was like he that dude was crazy man. Yeah, but he will always. Like be be my all time favorite villain. It's a thriller, honestly. It really is the Infinity War. It is, um, and you just see like it's, it is the movie where the Marvel universe literally collides from every which way. Mm-hmm. It's like the Guardians are there, Black Panther is there, Spider Spider Man comes in. It's Iron Man and Doctor Strange, Strange finally, and like the whole thing about with Doctor Strange comes into play mm-hmm. about him being. The one that that sees the future, and I'm, I'm like, I think Doctor Strange is probably my favorite part about Infinity War. I think he had a really good role in it. I agree, and I really like Benedict Cumberbatch in that role. He is good. I remember like Doctor Strange was one of the characters I didn't know uh, too much about. Yeah. Before he came out with this movie, and was I guess I was 2016. Um, I read I read a good handful of his comics, but I didn't know too much about him, and. Benedict Cumberbatch, like honestly, he he does kill that role. Like, and this is crazy. The Russos killed it with mm-hmm. just bringing everything together, and it just made so much sense. Like, yes. in the midst of everything, they still found time to acknowledge the whole thing between Banner and Natasha. Yeah, they still found time to. I think Wanda and Vision. You get to see their relationship. Their relationship, but then it's all it plays an important part in the end, mm-hmm. and I don't know. They just. This is good, man. This is really well done. And the fact that the villain wins in the end. I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, I, I, I think we all knew. I mean, it's a but, cheap way to end a, end a movie, but it worked. Because you knew, you know there's an Avengers 4 coming yeah, next year. But, dude, I swear to God. But man, if you're just looking at Infinity War as a movie by itself, then, yeah, it's then, Thanos' movie. Like, absolutely. He wins. Because I remember we were going to the theater and, like, people when he When he snapped his fingers, bro, and, like, everybody started disappearing. <laughs> Oh, there's so many people crying. <laughs> what happened to him? Oh, no. Like, people were like, like, you know he's coming back. Yeah, it's like, guys, yeah. do you not realize we got to wait 12 months to see what happens? Exactly. And then you got a homeboy at the end of the post credit scene. He saw, like, the Captain Marvel logo, and he was like, I don't know what that means. Like, he actually was getting upset and shouting that in the theater. And I was just like, oh, man, you just don't know. I Honestly, that was a really good theater experience, though. Like It was. When Thor comes into Wakanda... It was just the whole place went mm-hmm. ballistic. Yeah, you got the Stormbreaker. Also, Thor's arc. Talk about Thor's arc. I think he had a solid arc in the whole movie. Like, I think he, he is the hero of the movie who fails. He, he he definitely had the greatest arc, and that's where, um, that's where Endgame was kind of a letdown to me because they kind of treated Thor as a joke. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love Thor in Endgame. I mean, because they got like. Like, cause we, I think we talked about this before, mm-hmm. where I was like, man, he was, I had said he, he messed up, and, you know, let's get him to redeem himself. Then in Endgame, all of a sudden, he's kind of turned into, like, he's just turned into a fat dude who's kind of yeah. dumb. And well, then I get it. They were trying to show, like, how heroes process loss yeah. in different ways. But I was like, I don't know, but that arc in Infinity War, like, I feel like it could have continued in yeah. a different way. Like, when I remember, like, when they first showed him, I was like, oh, wow, he's fat. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, well, okay, that's kind of funny. And I thought it's funny how he was playing like Fortnite or something. Yeah, I was like, wow. So they really had to incorporate video games to. And then, like, one of the best parts of that scene is like he like he like touches the Hulk or Smart Hulk at that mm-hmm. point, and he's like, "Don't say that name." And then 
the Hulk's like, please, please take your hand off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, okay, that's, you brought me to another, like, the Hulk, like, <clears throat> Thor yeah. and Hulk, dude, they just treated them both like jokes. And I didn't like that too much. Because, like, when it came to Thor, him being fat. Especially Banner, too. Yeah. I think both, in, I think out of all the characters from Infinity War and Endgame, the Hulk was probably the one that was underserved. Yeah, because I, I thought it was, once again, it was one of those jokes. I'm like, okay, cool. It's kind of funny in the beginning. It kind of got old how he couldn't. Like an hour and a half into the movie, I'm like, oh, wow, he's still, yeah. what, smart Hulk? Oh, he's still fat Thor? Yeah. Wow, they're really committed to this joke. They're really going they're for They're really it. going for him. I'm like, okay, cool. Two hours in, I'm like, they're still fat. He's still smart. Well, it's funny because all the characters that didn't get a bunch of screen time in Infinity War, they get it in Endgame. True. That's like Captain point. America is more prevalent in Endgame. Than he is in Infinity War. That's a good part. Or a good point. I mean, in Endgame, Steve is the one getting everybody back. True. That's a good point. Because uh, everybody except Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, clearly, Captain Marvel decides to come on her own. I mean, what she did in Endgame was cool. But she's barely in the movie. Though. I was gonna say, like, but was that enough to make me change my opinion? Going, you know what? She's she's cool. <laughs> nah, nah yeah. come on, man. You tell me that Iron Man couldn't do that. Yeah. You're telling me that. Anything else you want to say about Infinity War? Oh, wow. There's something else. It's honestly, it's one of the best Marvel movies. Hands down. It's still, from from just... It's the, funny, it's emotional, it's thrilling, thrilling. it's intense, and you just a, the action. You just it's, get a new perspective. Um, and it's literally what the Marvel Universe has been had been building up to for mm-hmm. 10 years. It was incredible to see like every single franchise yeah, get like, thrown in one big giant movie. Because like we talked about a few weeks ago, we talked about how Age of Ultron is very oh yeah underappreciated. And it's like, dude, when you look at that movie and then go to like things like Infinity War and Endgame, it's like a lot of that stuff comes to fruition. No, honestly, I'm, I'm curious, like, if I ever meet Kevin Feige, I want to ask him this one question, like, how much of Age of Ultron did you plan or did you know was going to set up Infinity yeah. War and Endgame? Because that movie was four years before, mm-hmm. or th- three years before Infinity War. Yeah. So how much did Whedon do in that movie that... Because everything, like, comes in one way or another. It, it fulfills itself, like Thor... Mm-hmm. Getting the vision and Heimdall telling him, like, you know, you will destroy us all. Yeah. And that was Ragnarok. And then he said, you will let us down. down. And that's that was him, him losing to losing. Thanos. And then Tony's vision <clears throat> and Captain America saying, you know, we're going to lose. Or we'll, we'll do that together, too. Yeah. Or Tony says we'll lose. Cap says we'll do that together. Yeah. And they lose. And they're not together. So it's like, yeah, I, I would like to know, like, did he plan that? Yeah. Or was it a coincidence? I know Thor's vision was about the stones. Right. But then he comes to the vision when the vision is born and he says, I saw the destruction and at its center was, mm-hmm. was the mind stone. And that is Thanos literally ripping the stone the out of the of the vision head, and just yeah. like he has his stones and he snaps the You know what's crazy about like maybe I'm thinking too deep on this, but like Dude, where who who the hell was making these stones, dude? Like you understand? Where did, I was gonna say, like, were they like, like, were they just born out of existence? They, there's some weird backstory to them. I forgot it. I know so in the long. first Guardians, they take you through the backstory of them. Some of them were. Like, I forgot it. That was like they're. Just think about it. Whoever made the time stone, mm-hmm. you don't need anything else, dude. You really that's like the most overpowered stone. You messed up. I'll do it again. Oh, I could have done this better. 
I'll do it again. You saw the end of Doctor Strange. He just mm-hmm. kept redoing it until he got what he wanted. What? See, I think the ether is probably the most powerful. Isn't that the red one? That's uh, the one that reality. just lets you just... Yeah, reality honestly is cool, but I guess at some point it has to be shut off. I guess, yeah. That's, that's like the only downside to it, because like, you can't just be like, I'm living in my own reality forever. Well, I guess you... I don't know, you probably yeah. could. But anyway, Infinity War, check it out. Great movie. Um, and it just... The action is incredible. And if you like Marvel movies, I guarantee you, you, there's just no way that you don't like Infinity War. It's like, it's you. It's one of the crown jewels of the MCU. It's one of those movies you'll watch and you'll be like, damn. Okay, maybe, maybe hold on. I should Maybe I should say this before. <laughs> digging myself in some sort of hole. I didn't sympathize with Thanos, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I just, no, just, we don't condone Thanos's. No, I just thought what he, I just thought the way how he was going about it was the shit. But like, okay, no, and I say this, but like Thanos, like, he had a point. No, he did. Like, it was survival of the fittest, and he was overpopulation is what he was talking about Yeah, at its core. And he was like, I'm going to snap my fingers, and 50% of the world's going to disappear. I don't choose those 50%. Yeah, he's, he's talking about, I'm going to enjoy the sunrise yeah. of a new I mean, it was, it was psychotic, said. but I guess this guy was trying to bring to light, like, you know, you don't conf- hey. You know what confuses me about that, though? He's like, I want to watch the sunrise on a new universe or whatever he said. And he did that in Endgame. And you see, and you're kind of like, so that's it? Just, so. just the fact that you know 50% of the universe is gone, you're just happy, you know? But I love how the <laughs> Earth is being overpopulated. And he's like, you know, but well, screw that. I mean, we're just going to do the whole universe. like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, forget forget places like China. Yeah. Forget Japan, you know. They're all walking around, crammed in these, these subway tr- trams. I don't know. I'm, I'm bullet trains. <laughs> I don't know. It's but. And it's like, you know, forget that. You know, I want to do that with the entire galaxy. He he definitely is this generation's Darth Vader. I think so. I agree. And um, I don't think we'll ever see it's like again. Um, you ready for the rapid fire? We're going to try my best. We're going to try. Ready? Yeah. I tried to make these so you'd enjoy them. Uh-oh. Uh, ready? Yeah. Rank the X-Men films in your personal ranking. X-Men, X2... X-Men The Last Stand, X-Men Origins Wolverine, X-Men First Class, The Wolverine, X-Men Days of Future Past, X-Men Apocalypse, Logan, Dark Phoenix. Dude, that's that's way too hard. I, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, it's the finale episode. We got to go big. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's, 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 that's tough. Let me, let me come back to that one. How about you just do the, the prequel ones? Okay. Um, read me the titles again. First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse. Days of Future Past. Yeah. First Class, Apocalypse. Days of Future Past is my favorite. I like Superhero that one a lot. Film, I, like I liked Apocalypse too. I think what, it's really good. Wait, what about the new one that came out? Oh, that was awful. Dark that, Phoenix? Yeah, I was going to say, we're missing one. Dark that Phoenix. Was that was okay. Favorite I, I filmmaker? Mm, probably. You know what? I'm going to have to go with. Scorsese. And that, that was just because you have good, good fellows up there. I, just, I have a good fellows poster in my room, which Rodney is referring to. Hmm. Most embarrassing moment. Hmm. Um. Wow. It's it's hard for me to pinpoint that because I don't really get embarrassed. But uh. Oh my gosh, that's tough. <laughs> I don't. I don't really get embarrassed. So I'm like. I, I usually do the I'm, I'm usually the one doing the embarrassing things and people get embarrassed around me um 
You want to pass this one? Yeah, we'll pass that one. I don't uh, know. Proudest moment as an actor. And it could be a stage performance, film performance, whatever. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say, I've already talked about The Crucible enough. I, I think, proud of, probably playing uh, Dax mm-hmm. for Novelty Ultra and Rainbow, because that's my first time ever reprising a role. Yeah. And I was able to keep the character consistency. Mm-hmm. And some people have a hard time doing that. So yeah. I'd say that, playing Dax. Uh, rate the following in your personal preference. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. Honestly, I think that order works already. Really? Evans, yeah. Hemsworth, Pratt, Pine? Mm-hmm. Actually, that, that, that works perfectly. Um, <laughs> favorite Marvel slash MCU moment? Like, has to be a moment in the MCU that you really loved. Wow. Damn. Um. Wow. I, well, honestly, I think we we, we were just uh, we were just talking about it. I probably have to say, even though it's supposed to be a a, a heartbreaking moment, I'd say Thanos is snap. Thanos is snap. Because I like seeing I like seeing it happen at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. and or I mean at the end of Infinity War, and the seeing it at the beginning of Endgame, it just picked up. It's like damn. It's not like I waited an entire year to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so that was nice. Yeah. Uh, dream role as an actor? Wow. Um, gonna keep it on, I'm gonna keep it on the comic book side. Probably, I, I've always wanted to be Spider-Man. Like, Miles Morales, but I, I lack the Spanish-speaking part. <laughs> and I'm not half Hispanic, so there's, that's, that's the... What's the, your pet peeve? Uh, when people... Mm. when people take your food <laughs> let's move on before we get more into that um, novelty ultra or rainbow boulevard rainbow boulevard go to fast food uh, chipotle one thing you wish you could change go back and change if anything no nothing i like the hand i've been dealt uh, strength and weakness. Uh, strength. Are we talking about in terms of like in like as a creator person, or yes. as a person? Or, yeah, anything creator um, person. You gotta think faster, man. This is rapid fire. I'm sorry, these are so deep. Like I thought they're gonna be questions. It's like favorite number, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's like point five. <laughs> <laughs> um. Strength, comedy, weakness, uh, giving a shit. <laughs> line memorization. I don't know. Uh, ideal way to spend a Saturday. Uh, hanging out with my friends, or either my brother, or playing some video games. Mm-hmm. Favorite episode of Breaking Bad and favorite episode of Better Call Saul. Mm. Or it could be a favorite moment if you can't pick an episode. Breaking Bad is so good. <laughs> I, I know it's hard to pick what your favorite moment. There's so many great moments in that show. I think my favorite moment. At least when it comes to character development, probably the episode where Walt was in the crawl space, mm-hmm. freaking out and like laughing and like crying, whatever, yeah. and they ran out of money because like I felt like that was like you saw that you saw like Walt to Heisenberg, like you literally saw that dude lose his mind. Yeah, he's like, "This is it, I'm about to die." That was a crazy episode. <laughs> and Better Call Saul. Hmm. 
It's a tough one because I've only seen a lot of Better Call Saul stuff all, once all the way through. Um, probably the episode where... Sorry for people who haven't watched the spoilers. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Chuck dies. Because mm. I was like, man, they really went through with that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, what's your go-to sushi roll? Oh, wow. What was the name of that? The Ninja Roll. Uh, if you could, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Super speed. That's what Denny said. Uh, best show you binged during the quarantine, or the best thing you've watched recently, whichever one. Mm. Um, I really liked. Uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Two and a Half Men. Mm-hmm. That show is pretty funny. Yeah, I'd say recently Two and a Half Men. What's the most memorable movie theater experience you've had? Um, probably when I saw Get Out. Mm-hmm. I got so many theater reactions, it was crazy. Favorite role you've ever played so far? Damn, that's... Uh, even though I haven't done it yet, I want to say Eric for the mm. Bells. Well, it's coming up. Uh, what's one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self? Don't care about what other people think. Just just do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't don't think too much about what you're doing. Just just keep going because people worry about judgment all the time, and sometimes that keeps people from growing. Yeah. Um. Erase one of the following casting choices: mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Josh Brolin as Thanos, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Or Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. You gotta erase one of these, like as wow. if they've never happened. Damn. I know, because they're so good at casting. I was gonna say, those are all really good. If you had to let go of one, which one would you? Probably. Wait, read, read them one more time. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Brolin as Thanos, Hemsworth as Thor, or Downey Jr.'s Iron Man? Or Tony Stark? Mmm. I say Robert Downey Jr. Really? I, I don't know why. Oh, no, he's the that's leader. a hot take. I, I after a while I feel like I'm like I feel like he's not acting anymore. I feel like he's just being himself. Bang. <laughs> We're going out with a bang. Um, MCU movie you're excited about coming up? Eternals, Black Widow, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, or Thor: Love and Thunder? What? No Spider Man. I didn't pick that one deliberately because I knew you'd go for that one. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> so I'm gonna to, I'm gonna who's, who, who's not going to be excited about that, dude? Come on. There's so many. I'm, there's so much hype around I'm that one. I'm just saying, if Tobey Maguire's not in, I'm going to freak out. I'm That's a, immediately the one that you, anybody would go for. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'd say the next Doctor Strange. Mm. The fact that it's going to be a thriller makes it exciting. Yeah. DC property you're most excited about coming up? Green Lantern, Flashpoint, Superman Reboot. That they just announced. Hmm. The Suicide Squad by James Gunn or The Batman? Uh, The Suicide Squad. Top three Quentin Tarantino movie picks. You had to pick three. Which one would you recommend? Which would you recommend? Which three? Um, And Kill Bill counts as one movie. Oh, okay. So all both of them count. Because he's them. pretty vocal about that being. True, because I guess it's part one, part yeah. two. So. Um, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction. 
Oh, and Glorious Bastards. Uh, favorite time of the year? Summer. Erase one of these. Casino, Wolf of Wall Street, or Goodfellas? One of these you have to let go. Casino. Uh, favorite dessert? Chocolate cake. Uh, dream director. Oh, wait, I guess you already said this, Scorsese. Hmm. Uh, favorite Chadwick Boseman performance? He... Hmm. You haven't seen Ma Rainey, have you? No. Okay. Uh, you should check that one out. That's good. That was told it was pretty good. Um, damn, I can't say I can't say Black Panther. But I feel like it's a cop out because everybody, everybody's. No, it's it. not a cop out. I'll, I'll, I'll say two. I'll say Black Panther. I'll say him playing uh, Jackie Robinson Jackie Rob, for yeah, forty two. Really good one. Uh, favorite thing about living in Lawrence? Uh, friends. Everything's close. Mm-hmm. Name three places you'd like to travel to. Oh, okay. Uh, Japan, Australia, Italy. Nice. Well, that's it. I appreciate you having me. Thank you for I had a lot of bullshit to say. (laughs) But you know what? Hey. Honestly, this could go another three hours, four hours. You want to do the, uh, hey, this is Rodney Alexander. You're listening to the Meta Podcast before you sign off. Ready? Set. Action. Hey, this is Rodney Alexander, and you're listening to the Meta Podcast. And adios.